What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Sean Ellis Rogers, the podcast where I, your host, Sean, dive deeper into reality television than most people watching feel is necessary and replace stand culture with the protocol of the Human Resources Department. Join me five days a week as I dissect your favorite shows while getting to know my favorite content creators and personalities through their connections to reality TV. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. show this is real reality realness i am sean ellis rogers and i put the mess in the message i am so excited to have these people on the show today they're the host of the boy meets bravo podcast and i cannot wait to get to know them better ladies gentlemen and every gender or lack thereof in between join me in welcoming to the show brie and desmond from boy meets bravo how are you doing Thank you for having us. Yes, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, same, same. We're good. Of course. I thank you guys for taking my call. Thank you for make. Thank you for making some space. Thank you for giving me some energy. I appreciate you. Thank you for being patient. <laughs> we all got stuff going on. We get yeah. it. Listen, it is Saturday morning. My my um kids are out of school, chow, and they know it (laughs) 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 but tell my audience who you guys are what is the boy meets bravo podcast why they should be binging like i am what's going on that is awesome okay well boy meets bravo started because a couple years ago i think it was 2020 we were stuck at home in the during the pandemic Um, and my husband Desmond uh, and his brother started a podcast network called Creative Geniuses Network. Gang gang. And um, so he and his brother have a podcast together and an idea that me and my best friend had, we watch Bravo like it's a second job. So we're like, why don't we make Desmond watch a show every week and then have him talk about it from like a fully outside perspective, right? Um, and so that's what we do every week. And he has some homework and he watches some Bravo. And now a couple years in, he's don't, a little, he's don't. a little bit more well-versed in it. He's got some favorites. Um, we got some nicknames going on. He went to BravoCon <laughs> with us. Oh my gosh. You're spilling all my wow. tea. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's spilling tea now. <laughs> he is. It's a whole new universe that I was not prepared for. I'm going to be honest. Every time she makes me sit down and watch an episode of something, it's like, uh, you remember in Living Color, those two guys who rated movies? Hated it yes. every <laughs> single episode. But Middle I'm starting... I'm starting to enjoy the universe, like the people who watch it, the people on Twitter and Instagram. That's the part I enjoy, not the TV shows. (laughs) (laughs) It was cool to see some of the Bravo Lebs in person at BravoCon though, right? BravoCon, 
oh, excuse me, BravoCon was cool. I'll be honest with you guys. Um, they had the bar open starting at 10 a.m. So I had a great time. <laughs> Fair enough. Sounds like my type of party. Yes, yeah. So yeah, that's it. We just kind of shoot the shit. We've uh, met a lot of really cool people, you included now, through this whole podcasting venture. Um, we've even gotten to interview a few um, Bravo celebrities, like we've had Frank Catania from New Jersey, Real Housewives of New Jersey, Ooh, on our show. Tiffany Moon, Dr. Tiffany Moon, Real Housewives of Dallas. Dallas, beautiful young lady. Yeah, we had um, Marge and her mom and her husband Joe Benigno. Um, so it's been really cool. We've gotten a lot of a lot of cool experiences so far. So it's it's exciting. That is so awesome. When did you fall in love with reality TV? I think we both have watched reality TV for a long time, not just Bravo. Yes, reality TV started when I was young, probably eight, nine years old, watching Bug Juice on Disney Channel. And then from nice. there, I started getting older and it moved to the real world, the road rules, uh, the, was it Real Chance of Love on VH1, <laughs> the shit with Brett Michaels. So I was familiar with it before Bravo, but it seemed like all the young ladies I dated in the past, sorry, <laughs> but y'all all love Bravo. So I just, I stuck away from it <laughs> until I met you. Smart. That is funny. Yes, same. I was, I was watching old school, like OG reality TV, Bug Juice for sure. I wanted to go to sleepaway camp because of that damn show. Um, and just, yeah, I've been watching Bravo for ever now. So it's just been part of our, like, part of our TV rotation now. Very nice. Now, do you, now, I'll ask Brie first, and then I'll just warm you up so that you can get comfortable answering. What is your favorite Housewives franchise? Mm. Of all of the franchises. I always come back to Atlanta because that's hometown. Um, and that was one of the first, I think, I mean, I started watching OC first, obviously, but Atlanta was when it felt, I say relatable in that the scenery was like, I could recognize, okay. Their lifestyle was not relatable. <laughs> um, so I think I always come back to Atlanta. New Jersey is a close second though. It is. It's a hot, I mean, they're all hot messes in the best way, but something that's really unique. I think about Jersey is that, it's been that core group of girls for so long. They actually hang out outside of filming. You know, they're actually friends. They almost all of them go back way, way back. So they have a lot of uh, baggage and friendship and relationship stuff that they bring to the show. Um, and so I think it's Atlanta and then Jersey. Those are my my top two. Mm. Okay, nice. What about you, Dad? Uh... The first one that you're introduced to will always have a special uh, special place in your heart. So it's in between Salt Lake and Potomac. Ooh, Potomac. I like Potomac. Potomac is very messy. And before I started watching, they told me there was an actual fistfight altercation. <laughs> so hmm. I'm waiting on another one. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm waiting on another. Well, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Looks like you got the right franchise to wait for. <laughs> uh huh. What's uh -huh. Um, see, it's weird for me because I've been watching since day one because I was watching Bravo before Housewives existed. 
so for me when OC started it was just another Bravo show that was starting so I was like oh okay well let's see what they got going over there and then it was these five random white women (laughs) and I was like wait a minute these remind me of my friend's moms growing up because I grew up in the suburbs of Georgia shout out to Douglasville god bless y'all but but right so like I grew up with a lot of white children and they crazy mamas and so 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 I was like I know these ladies <laughs> like Vicky Gumbleson was my best friend's mom growing up I was like okay cool and, and then like to your point when Atlanta started I was like oh this is my mama it's her friend <laughs> yes got it <laughs> like, oh, okay. This is my mama, my auntie, and day friends at the Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> on Friday. Yeah. Got it. Cool. So, it, but Jersey, I think, is the most intriguing for me because it was a family dynamic. It was, like, wrapped around families, and that was, like, the thing that kind of wrapped me in, like, instantly was... was well, it's because it started with the Manzo sisters and, you know, the brother and the sister and the sister-in-law and the this and the that. And then, you know, Melissa and Joe snuck on the show and then the Wakili's. It was, and then Rosie, God bless Rosie. I miss her. And like, same. Like, and so it, it was just that, that aspect has always hooked me because that is instant proof that there's like a real familial dynamic, right? So I can't say that I actually have a favorite. I think that if I had to choose one, my favorite would be Potomac only because of Candace and intelligent reading. Like, I think that Candace is so smart and I think that she just has the most intelligent reads and they're so savage and vicious but they but she says the most ignorant and evil things in three syllable words yeah. and it's so sickening yes i did Love like her Kansas for that much, but i she's one of my favorites her music is good too i struggled with candace the first couple seasons because i as a former cheerleader don't like that cheerleader personality I really repel that. So like, I just really wasn't vibing with her, with, with that. That's why I didn't like Portia either. When she first came on, I was like, ah. Like we got. Ah. at first, yeah. She was very cheery. Hmm. Yeah, she was very chipper. And I was like, girl, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> and it's very high pitched. So, but then, as the years went on, she grew on me because I realized how actually smart she was. And she got some bass in a voice. And, you know, it was very nice to see, right? But then, the, the show has become harder to watch as Candace has become more loved. Like, like, like this season of Potomac is crazy for me because this is the hardest season to watch, but it's Candace's glory season. So I'm like, I'm happy for her. But I hate the season that it had to happen in. Just like I hate that season five was like the season that everybody started watching the show because Candace got her ass with. <laughs> yeah. Me. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Welcome to the cookout. Welcome to the fish fry. Yep. I feel all of that. I 
currently hate well i guess i'll ask you are not watching it right now but um what what the ladies are saying about chris on the show is making me super annoyed so candace's husband chris the white guy yep uh brown dick bassett oh my god giselle and ashley are like bringing all these like rumors and like suggestions that he has been inappropriate with them or their friends or like flirty or kind of putting them in awkward positions and there was one friend which who candace deemed she calls her sesame street she yes she said oh yeah chris was being real flirty with me at this party and then the producers because they're wonderful give them all a raise rolled back the footage and when that girl was like yeah he was flirting with me really leaning in and they showed like the like three weeks earlier and he's just like minding his own business at the bar chris not leaning in at all i believe it it's messy that's a nasty campaign to start on somebody's husband mm-hmm. just for a storyline see that's when i need to step in as an outsider because a lot of people get wrapped up in these storylines and just look at these housewives as celebrities but these are real people that you're fucking with. Excuse my French, I don't know if I can curse. But oh, now- Apple, please do. We encourage that. <laughs> I don't know if I've been cursing this this entire time, but I assume that I curse all the time. So go for it. Good. Like you're playing with this this man's fucking reputation, his life, his marriage, all for a storyline so you can stay on TV. Like find something, find something better, find something less damaging, something minuscule. Like this bitch stole my purse or something. Not, not that a man's cheating. Yeah, that was Candace's whole problem too. I mean, they could say anything about him because that's her husband and she's going to be upset. But she's like, this is the thing that you're bringing to me that's obviously a lie. Like, why would you go that deep when it's not true? <laughs> like, so that that sucks. I've always been a Chris Stan. I like him. And then the sad part is that Ashley can't really say nothing because she can't even be like, well, you said things about my husband, but the things that I said about your husband came with received the, the, the things about that i said about your husband came with a photograph right why you mad at me your husband is in his drawers on the internet why you mad at me mm-hmm. and she brought it to her i mean granted she brought it candace brought it to ashley on camera but she did bring it to her privately like she didn't do it in front of the whole table or whatever but she did say the only reason that she brought it to her on camera was because she received that text message on camera she said that if she would have got that privately she would have pulled her to the side in the corner and be like hey girl but because she got that text on camera it would have looked shady regardless if she reacted to it on camera and never said anything or or if she would have went left and like took it to Giselle and them which but so I mean she kind of had no other choice because she literally got the text on camera like that's the that that was buck wild for me I was like girl you got this man in his panty drawers in your phone on camera (laughs) (laughs) on camera girl that is wow wow Nene (laughs) Whew. Yeah, it's a mess. I'm real glad Michael Darby's on his way out of um, just our like general Bravo vicinity. Yo, in sad news, I heard Ashley and Luke broke up. Already. Yeah, I heard that too. 
Why are you surprised she broke up with the rebound? <laughs> hey, at least you got to get him. So. I know we were excited that it was Luke, or that it, I mean, anybody from Michael Darby is is a uh, is an upgrade. But Luke's a cutie, good looking couple. Yeah, he was cute. I'm sure he blew her back out. You know, she, <laughs> you know this her latest TikTok. She got rhythm. <laughs> Damn. I love her TikTok. Been, you know they've been hitting different, as the kids say. As they say, that's funny. I'm just saying. So you know, God bless her. But I mean, she been doing all this ass throwing round TikTok and round the Luke Goat. Go, has she found a divorce lawyer? I have questions because she got better things to be doing than throwing her ass on TikTok. Is so she- I'm trying to figure out, have you found a hu- girl? Put your shoes on. Let's go find you a home. By yourself. What does her husband do? By yourself. Um, he owns, he owns real a couple, estate. I think real estate. He had a couple restaurants. So he, he has the money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He got all the coins. All you should the be coins. chasing it. Yeah. And she and signed, she signed a prenup. And- but the prenup is up. Right, exactly. They have. So I'm trying to figure out why she ain't got no divorce lawyer, why she ain't shook her ass down to the divorce attorney and filed no paperwork. Why you ain't wanna go find no home? Mm. Where is this house? Even if y'all are going to buy the house in the LLC, where is where is the house in the LLC? Like where is Where's the LLC? Where's the TLC? Where is the BLT? Y'all got to find something. Y'all, y'all ain't got nothing going on. Ronnie, so is the LLC in the children's name? Is this Dean and Dylan Inc.? Like, I need some details. You can't just drop all these random bombs in the beginning of the season and then just be like, oh, I'm around with the white boy around TikTok. Hey! <laughs> we out in the summer house. Yo! I would die if she ended up. What you got going on? <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. Where's I don't the plot know. twist? Yeah, I think Ashley. that I think that part of her issue is that she is so used to him and his people dealing with all the financial stuff that even in the divorce stuff, she's just like, just could somebody else do this for me? But that's not going to work out in her best interest. Mm. You know who it is? Bronwyn. Huh. You it gives very Bronwyn. Yes, yes. Bronwyn sat her lesbian ass round around her husband's house for all these years, not paying no bills, not 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 doing nothing, not sleeping with her husband, not being attracted to her men. But she don't want to leave. She she literally got her ass on camera and said, "I'm a lesbian, but I'm gonna stick beside him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> like, what the fuck that mean? Yeah, like what? What? Where? How? And Sean over here, like, well, you know, look, I don't, you know, I'm uh, <laughs> no, for kids. We got kids, you, you know. So many we kids. got them kids that you've been raising. So many. Mm. That's a lot of kids. Y'all, y'all got a bunch of child. <laughs> Brenda got a baby. Good God. Anyway, what do you think your ultimate goal is with the podcast? Hmm. Mm. Want to shoot? Um, <clears throat> oh, frog in my throat. Let's see. <laughs> Honestly, just to be able to keep recording and talking shit the way we do, even if it does get to a point where we have a lot of eyes and viewers on us, 
I think me being able to speak authentically about what I feel, even though sometimes it can be considered explicit or uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, controversial? It can be controversial, <laughs> but it's the way I truly feel about these things. So I just hope that can remain consistent. That's it. And I want to give an outsider's point of view because I feel like, like I said before, a lot of people get wrapped up in this and they only see the celebrity part. But me as an outsider, I look at these people as humans going through these things. So that's it. Yeah, he doesn't have the, I guess, like the bias that we do, who those of us who've watched from the very beginning and we've like created our own version of these like characters on the shows. And so when he kind of pops in in the middle of it, and he doesn't have all that backstory, he can give like a much different perspective. And sometimes my other co-hosts, LP and I were like, you have a point. We're gonna keep believing what we believe, but you have a point. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Yeah, damn (laughs) it, you're not wrong. (laughs) To be honest, my favorite housewife is Jen Shaw. She's been in the headlines recently and it's, it's been very controversial, but like I explained before, she is the first person I watched going into this Bravo thing. So if you were a fan of wrestling back in the day, you remember who got you into that. It was Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Rikishi, little shit like that. So she will always hold a special place in my heart. And I'm a rival. Yeah. I'm very loyal. So people, people fuck up, you know, criminals get caught sometimes, but everybody does wrong. You get what I'm saying? We're all criminals to some extent aspect like i see you sitting in a car i'm sure you don't follow the speed limit every day so for for us to judge this ain't about me (laughs) (laughs) wait a minute it's not for us to judge which criminal activity is bigger than others that's just the way i look at it so that's why i ride for jen i can admit that she fucked up but she's gonna eat them six years come back and feed the streets The fact that the words Jennifer Shaw and Feed the Streets are in the same sentence. I'm trying. I saw saw I I, got a lot of fence yet, but you know. This is exactly the interview I wanted. Oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) So like, here's my thing. Since you brought up Jennifer Shaw, my thing is, it's not even that she was out here robbing old people through their landlines. That, that really ain't even a thing for me. Cause I've been, I grew up watching American Greed. You you know what I mean? I, 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 when OJ got on Twitter, I was hyped. I got his book. I want to tell you something. I read if I did it. You know what I'm saying? When Beverly Hills started, the only person I knew on the show was Faye Resnick. I don't know what that says about me, but it is a fact. But however, like, she's amazing TV, right? So it's not like I, you know, it's not about her robbing people. For me, my issue with Jennifer Shaw is that she is way too comfortable using the plight and struggles of Black people to absolve herself of her own behaviors and accountabilities in situations. Like, girl, you getting six and a half years in prison had nothing to do with racial profiling. 
and everything to do with you robbing other people. Well, I do think there's a conspiracy that she got sentenced on January 6th. I don't know. A conspiracy. There's something weird. Listen, it felt like a reset in the universe. Lisa Renner left Beverly Hills. Jennifer Shaw ass is going to Jaya. Like, it, it just felt like a cultural reset. January 6th felt like a very specific day. I'm just saying. I don't know if Bravo was trying to make up for something. Here we go. But... This is this is the type of olive branch I'm looking for. I'll take it. I'm really, really, really hoping that they stop production on Salt Lake. Just so y'all can see the clout my girl Jen has. These hoes can't eat if she ain't on the block. Desmond thinks it's over if Jen's gone. It's a wrap. Don't nobody want to see Heather gain black eyes. Nobody cares about who Meredith is fucking. I don't care if she fucking the whole city of Atlanta. It can't carry no show. Not the way Jen Shaw does. So I pray they shut down production. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. However, 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 hold on, Desmond, sir. <laughs> hold on, sir. Because what they not going to do is shut down predictions, okay? Remember how sad we was when Mary Cosby left the show? And a week later, Heather was, had her ass flouncing doing TikToks in front of her church. That's the type of energy I want. I want Heather picking up Omar from school. I want Whitney heading her ass down to the jail. That's what I want. Don't, 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 don't stop no production. What? She gonna be gone too damn long. No, ma'am. This ain't Teresa. Teresa got a few months. She was gone a year and a day, right? And them hoes didn't eat while while she was locked up. That's true. They didn't. She did a little Kim bed. they took off a season. <laughs> was like, we'll give y'all a year. Sit at the house. Go go sell some Fashion over. Go sell some flat tummy tea for a year. Y'all will be all right. Teresa came home. It was all hands on deck. The minute she came home. Like, They're not waiting three and a half years. No, it's going to be... <clears throat> when Jen Shaw comes out, it's going to be like when Meek got out. Sending the helicopter. Andy's going to have cameras. They ain't going to... It's, it's no, it's nothing. I don't disagree with you. Jen is there. <laughs> I don't disagree with you. I just want the show to struggle while her ass is gone. Yeah, me too. I just, I just want the show to struggle while she's gone. I don't want it to completely go away. I want them to try to slide Mary Cosby back in the mix just to try to fuck shit up. I want to, I, I, I want somebody to really punch Heather in the eye next season so we can really, I want Whitney to really sock her ass on camera next season. Like, I want to see them really try to, what, what y'all hoes gonna do? Mm. What y'all gonna do? I wanna see what y'all really gonna do. Cause the fact that Heather Gay is sitting around saying that Jennifer Shaw is the show, she is the show, she is, she is thought like, well, this bitch is going to jail. And now your job is on the line. Yeah. So unless you finna have somebody up in beauty lab and lays asleep with one of these women's husbands I'm gonna need you to get 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 some confidence around yourself y'all don't even believe in y'all damn show I want to believe in you because I'm obsessed with Salt Lake City I did a whole video on my YouTube channel called Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is iconic for all the wrong reasons (laughs) it is because I'm just saying Name a show 
in Bravo history that the only racist situations that occurred on the show happened with the only two people of color on the show. Remember Jenny? Oh, yes, the Asian beef. I do remember that. Asian Jenny with her whole Facebook racist tirade and then Mary Cosby saying the whole slanty eyes comment and then before that with the whole self-hating Negro comment talking about she don't go to 7-Elevens where niggas stand out front. Forgot about that. That was all in the first yeah. season. <laughs> yeah, Mary was problematic and then she was fucking her uncle too. Grandpa, step her, her granddaddy. Who's your husband, Mary Cosby? It's your step granddaddy. Yo, is she really gonna be the savior? Like, could you imagine the savior complex she she already has on top of if Andy calls her like, hey, you know, her church already thinks she gone, honey. A lot. It's a lot, but like, come on back. Mm. But come on back, cause she delivered. She, she 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 said it. She said, I love God, but I will read you like a scripture. Did she, she said she said, you know, like I I, I just I just I just <laughs> Mary was that girl. No no shade. What about who's our girl's name? Tiffany from I Love New York? Yeah, Tiffany Pollard. Wow. Uh-huh. What? Where's she from? New York, I'm guessing. I would assume. Put her on the uh put her on Real Housewives. She would be great housewives. If we're talking material. about good TV. But they would have to like create the cast around her though. Like she wouldn't work with the OG New York Housewives like Luann and Ramona and so Absolutely many. not. And then I and don't I'm know- pretty sure she wouldn't work with this new cast either. I don't know who these girls are. I don't know who none of these women's is. I don't either. Which which I mean, I guess it's okay. Like this show started with with a bunch of women that we didn't know, but it just it just there's there's just too many women in New York that I want to see on Housewives that I'm like I don't know y'all. Like, I don't know y'all. I I, I don't even want to get to know y'all. Where is Bevy Smith? Where is June Ambrose? No, number one question: Where the fuck is Ebony? That was exactly hmm. what I was about to ask you. Ebony says she ain't dealing with that shit no more. She said, bitch, y'all ain't got the bag for me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. She said, not that little chick. Love Ebony. Not that little Bravo chick. She said, no, ma'am. Yeah, they said uh-huh. that. They, that is my sentiments exactly. They set that woman up, honey. But she's my favorite housewife of all time. She's awesome. I would. Awesome. Now, that leads me to say, though, ask people the color is. Did you guys have any apprehension going into covering content that is loved by a predominantly white and by proxy racist fan base? (laughs) (laughs) I love that question. Yeah, that's a good question. I love that. Um, No, I'll put it that way. Because I know with anything comes uh, a certain amount of heat whether it's being given a, a cis male gender perspective, giving a, a black perspective on things, you're always going to have idiots who want to jump to that. But I just don't give a fuck. 
I'm, I'm, a, I'm a creative, so I am sensitive about the product that we put out. But my opinions, you have, you have them too. You, you can like them, you can dislike them. At the end of the day, I don't give a fuck. I can slide into my DMs. <laughs> I think that Hello. we're, I think that we're able to. Um, I mean, because you're right. Most of the housewives, minus Atlanta and Potomac, and like a couple other places, everybody's white. Everybody's kind of old, um, and the fan base is is not super. Well, I won't say it's super different. I think that the voices that we hear from the fan base are not super different. Usually, um, there's probably there's a lot of us. We've met a lot of people through our podcasting in the past two years who um, have similar sentiments as we do. Who can like um, poke holes through some of the bullshit in the shows, but um, I just don't think that we or they are getting as much. Um, I don't know. Like their voices are not being heard as much. We're definitely out there though. But to give you uh, a better answer, um, YD has been very comforting to me in this new space. So they've been treating me well so far. Okay. 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 <laughs> so far. Because <laughs> we'll I was going to ask, how has the Bravo fandom embraced your content? They like Bree and LP. They like you too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they embrace what they keep it very PC sometimes. Y'all play it safe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. So they embrace it somewhat. I mean, honestly, this past week before before Jen Shaw's trial, when we recorded our last, like our end of year episode, Desmond was saying how like Salt Lake's gonna be gone if Jen leaves. He's been diehard Jen forever. Um, LP and I are, are not really, um, but he's been keeping up with that. But that's that's um, stirred up a lot of conversation online. You know, it's good to bring. I'm glad that he doesn't just kind of like go with whatever we're saying. Um, I don't like Garceau. Right, it's just so weird. Such a- <laughs> <laughs> Get off my phone. Oh, hell no, wait a minute. How dare you? I'm rooting for you. Nah, I'm But it's good, I think that he, I think that he's doing what we wanted to happen he's bringing that outside perspective he doesn't have all of the background bias and like the love that he can't get past even when those those reality tv stars are doing like shit that is no is no good um and so i think it's a good balance on our show Hmm. okay let's just throw away the questions because we get ready to talk wait a (laughs) damn minute wait a minute What's your beef with Gorsuch? Why you don't like Nancy? Let me tell you, when I found out she was a housewife, I was like, I'm game. She's going to be my favorite. I still call her fancy. I had the biggest crush on her during the Jamie Foxx era. But once I started watching her, the episodes I did watch, I felt like she didn't stand on her principles. I felt like she tried to play both sides of the fence too much when it came to certain situations. And I'm not that type of person. If you say something, you got to stand on it. If you believe it, you got to believe it. But she would she would try to placate situations. And I like to nip shit in the bud. So that was it. And I'm a Erica Jane fan. And if you're not riding with Erica, I can't ride with you. Desmond's super loyal. So like he's got his favorites. And if anybody's against that person, he is against them. Right. Until they make up. <laughs> Until they make up. 
until they make up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So thoughts on Rena being gone? Are y'all thanking her for her service, like other people on the internet? I think she played a big part in Housewives. Lover or hater, she is an iconic figure. So sure. the same way I feel like people should pay homage to Jen Shaw for giving y'all a great new franchise, people need to pay homage to Lisa Rinna for all the work she put in. Yeah. Like her or not. Yeah, she's super, super messy, but she was able to, I mean, lover or hater, she was on that show for what, eight years or something mm-hmm. while? Um, and throughout those times, she was in the middle of some of the biggest, like Beverly Hills feuds. She's the reason why several a cast members left the show. <laughs> um, and she packed her bank account. Like she launched her lip kit. She launched this wine that's out now. She was on like HSN with her clothes. Like it's impressive. <laughs> She's a mess, but it's impressive. Hey, people don't like I do think, You know, I'm able to read both sides of the coin. I'm fair. I'm stern, but fair. Do I think she contributed a vast amount to the show? Absolutely. However, come, I feel that her tenure on the show was more problematic than it was entertaining. Like, when it goes to coming on and questioning people's sobriety and saying that they're close to death in one season, to questioning somebody's health and and diagnosing them and questioning their children's health in another season, when it comes to putting people's whole reputations on the line by saying people doing coke in their bathroom to their knowledges and things, when you out here throwing glass at people because of something that to your knowledge or to your uh, storyline isn't even true, you throwing a glass at somebody for something that somebody's making up on the other side of the table? Oh, okay, cool. Um, Like you bringing your friend of 20 years on the show and then throwing her under the bus for a bitch you don't even like for what she doing in her bedroom. Like you bringing Sutton on the show and then blatantly attacking her. Um, and and you counting her pockets like that gave real broke. By the way, that's that's not problematic. That was just real broke looking. Like that was just real. That was real scrub like. But um, but then the next season when it comes to sudden you sitting here doing all of this going after her and blaming it on the death of your mama and you blaming your actions on you grieving your mama. I'm like, girl, no ma'am, no ma'am, because no no. Because Lois didn't raise your ass to be like that, for one. And then, two, you can't sit here and say that, oh, I'm grieving, and then tell somebody to give you slack for acting an ass because you're grieving. Like, you can't be sit here and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to live without my mom. And then you take another swig of your wine and be like, you know what? <laughs> I think you should give me slack for that because I'm grieving. I'm like, well, bitch, you ruined it. <laughs> I was going to give you the damn slack because you're going through something, even though I don't think that the excuse is actually an excuse. I think it's bullshit, but I'm willing to give you... I'm willing to give you the inch of saying that people act differently when they're grieving. 
but you got to be able to meet me halfway and say that your actions are fucked up during this grieving period. You know what I'm saying? It's like, meet me halfway. I'm willing to give you the the understanding and the grace of saying, okay, well, you acting an ass, but you grieving, so I'm going to, you know, chill out. But you got to meet me halfway and be like, yeah, what I did was fucked up. I'm grieving. Okay, cool. Like, but she's like, you know what? No. You should give me a pass. And you should let me cuss you the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm grieving. I was like, girl, wait a minute. And then you want to be the person to say you don't want race brought up on the show, but then say that Kathy has a racist outburst the very next season and call yourself the LeBron James of Beverly, of Beverly Hills? Listen, Why didn't you say to Tom Brady? This is what you get for hiring a soap star. She's an actress. And I know several of the women are actresses, but she, I really feel like, like gets up in the morning and like plays her she's like method acting yeah i truly believe like everything she did was one big scene and i and i live for it but i'm like girl you could have found another way to do it like girl, i just like 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 the morally corrupt lisa renna like girl that was like girl the shit you did i could like i could never excuse anybody doing that shit in real life so because it's good tv i can't all of a all of a sudden now be like it, no, girl, it's okay. Like, she brought a lot to the show. She was giving it up. If a bitch did that shit in the chili, <laughs> y'all would be looking at her like, girl, what the fuck she got going on? She all right? What's going on over there? Y'all would not be like, oh, she, oh girl, she did that. Like, yes. <laughs> like, y'all would not be like, yes, crack that bottle across her head, sis. Like, yes. But you know what most people would do? Pull out their phones. Try to get that video to go viral. And all of them are going to hell. I hope y'all know that. I hope y'all know that. Like, in the situation of, like, people recording George Floyd, y'all gonna get into heaven. There's good and bad to both of that. Like, like, like the folks who recorded Rodney King, they are definitely going to heaven. The folks that recorded George Floyd are definitely going to heaven. But the folks who are recording people getting their ass whipped in Walmart, <laughs> y'all are going to hell. Like, for what? Or Waffle House. What the Waffle House? The, now, by the way, shout out to that lady, though. Because she caught... Oh, the white girl She needs caught. to be in... She needs to be the next Karate Kid. <laughs> no shade. Y'all need to dig up Jackie Chan's and be like, listen, Jada, Jaden out here, you know, trying to convince Tyler the Creator to be his boyfriend and selling water. That's fine. But go and get this lady from the Waffle House and turn this into a movie. Hey, we got hands in Georgia. <laughs> With a period, okay? But, uh, okay, so since, you know, y'all keep it PC around over there, UNLP keep it PC over there, round to the boy meets Bravo. Well, y'all ain't on your show. Y'all over here on my show. Let's get it. What's T, what's y'all thought when it comes to the colorism that's drowning Potomac right now like what y'all think because a lot of people say that the girls is just jealous because these girls is in successful marriages and they got successful businesses and all of this and that and third I agree with all of that because if you take race out of the situation yes these women both have husbands 
Giselle still single as a Pringle. <laughs> Both of these women have successful businesses. Wendy out here selling candles. She out here down to the Johns Hopkins. She on the CNNs. She out here writing books about her Nigerian mother's Stockholm syndrome. And she got it all going on over there, right? Giselle, we don't know where the fuck every Hue Beauty is. That's true. The last thing we heard, she lost a manufacturer due to COVID. But why is everybody else whipping up businesses? Candle selling, Karen selling candles and wigs and fragrances, like. And tickets to her song. life. <laughs> and tickets to her life. Karen out here doing cabaret and feeling Giovanni. And Candy is out here whipping up merch and peaches and vibrators. Like it's Freak Nick in 98. I'm trying to figure out why this woman was in Target. Hell, even Robin, oh, unwanted ass. Nobody even wants Robin on the show. But she out here slinging these embezzled ass hats like a hot That's true. Down to the church fish fry. So I'm trying to figure out why Giselle ain't got her makeup that was in Target back on the shelf. How you out here paying for Motel Giselle? It's giving real Chateau Charest. I was <laughs> literally just thinking, I was like, that is giving she by Charest. Like, what how type of scamming she out here doing? I don't know. Because I know they not paying her what they paying Candy and them. I know they not out there making what they out here paying Candy and them. They not out here making what the what what the girls are making, they may be close to making what Jennifer Aiden and Jackie was making over down to the New Jersey. But I know they not out here coining out at a million dollars a season. I know that's not the case. People just started liking them three seasons ago. So like... By the end of Nene on Roa, wasn't she making like close to a mil or no? She know? was making over a million dollars. She was making close to $2 million. Candy was making over $2 billion. An episode? No, per season. Season. This ain't Friends now. <laughs> right. <laughs> and this ain't the 90s. <laughs> oh, they not paying a million dollars an episode. Not even to the Beverly Hills girls. They said Kyle ain't turning it like that. Well, that's right, because Erica was saying that, or one of the past, maybe two reunions ago, right when all the Tom Girardi stuff started coming out, um, Andy was like, I mean, I know how much you make. Like, you're not making zero dollars, so like, where's your money? She's making, and at that point, she was making $600,000 per season, and that is absent of bonuses and like all all of that other stuff. Erica was capping out at a million dollars over. But okay. her base like rate was like six hundred thousand a season. I'm talking about get that money, Erica. So she ran here talking about she broke and begging for Cartier from Diana's old sus ass. <laughs> girl, you out here to a whole casino? Like, girl, girl, sit down somewhere. She got to make that money last. Can't be out here. She got to make that money last. But I guess now, we, girl, go record a damn song or a video. We we sure want to know what Erica Jane got got. To got to say now honey we know this is a pretty hot ass mess we want to know what what the pretty <laughs> mess is talking about 
this mess ain't so pretty no more. Now her bankroll for her music career is gone. I'll fund it. Cause, well, what kind of money you got? Because I actually got <laughs> talent. Hey, I man. can actually rap. I'll, I'll have her at the local KFC shit. The local KFC. That's my girl, man. Like, I, think about it, though. I think her music career stopped or it was placed on hold because of COVID. Am I not correct? Like, she wasn't torn or anything after that? She was on Broadway, actually. And then that got canceled because of COVID. Yeah, so look, pandemic's over. Go ahead and strike up a little tour. Shit, we'll be there. Front row. We will? Front row. We went to Sonya Moore. We? Shit. Oh, we will? Oh, okay. <laughs> it's got to be better than Sonya. Who else did we see? We saw Sonya's little show, little her cabaret. Sonya had a show? Yeah, Sonya in your city. She's crazy. It was, it was silly. I, I thought it was cute, but it was like ridiculous. Um, we also, uh, I don't, you didn't come. Me and LP went to, we, we got free tickets to Austin and Craig's live podcast show that's exactly how it works and you know erica's gonna be better than that so yeah we'll beat her i mean if erica still popping pussy like what like like can she afford to pay mikey menden still like what's the tea like what's going on like is she still patting puss and stuff like 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 it like i don't think she done stretched in years like what's going on (laughs) okay can she afford the dancers because i feel like the reason why you know her bankroll stopped on her music career is because now that money is being channeled towards her legal defense. I think the same people that's paying for Tom's defense is the same people that's paying for Erica Girardi's defense. Why you think she went from saying when she left him, oh, he's such a demon. He got so mean at the end. He was such a bastard. I gave him every check. I da 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 da. To automatically being like, he drove off a cliff and he flipped his car three times and it was snowing in Pasadena. And, and you know, he was a great man. I don't understand why they're doing this to him. It's sad to see him. You know, I saw the decline for years and no one said a thing and they ignored me. Like, like, like it seemed like she went from trying to create a sympathy plea around her for the context of her divorce to creating a sympathy plea for him in the context of the whole hell busting loose down to the Girardi Keys. It was like, wait a minute, didn't you just hate him? That's a good point. If the money's coming from the same place, she doesn't want to rock the boat. That's why she's on appeal for legal reasons. I don't know. It's very interesting. Like, like, what do you think is going on with Beverly Hills now? Because, you know, they're claiming, you know, Brandy sparking rumors that she's coming back. But the problem is, okay, Brandy is Brandy could come back now that Renna's leaving. I may be okay with that. She's gonna do what Renna did, which I'm, which I guess I'm fine with. Brandy's a mess. You know who we're talking about? She was on Ultimate Girls Trip at Dorinda's house. Long, blonde hair, big lips. Mm. The one who was friendly with uh, Phaedra? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She seemed like she has a... I don't want to put this on anybody, but she might have a substance abuse problem. Just the way she was acting. I don't know. You know I'm good at calling that shit out. You are, yeah. (laughs) I I can spot one. 
Well, damn. Um, who is? We'll shout, who we'll is shout Brandy, out to Brandy. Who's Brandy friends with? Like, who? Where would she fit coming back into Beverly Hills? Apparently, she's cool with Kyle now. Apparently, she's cool with Kyle. Kyle's trying to get Teddy on the show, so she's gonna want Teddy on the show more than anything. But allegedly, they're having conversations with Brandy. Um, Lisa Renna, before she left the show, said she wanted Brandy to come back on the show. So. I don't really. Uh... I just feel like all the ultimate girls trips where they're bringing past people on, those are like trial runs for mm-hmm. bringing them back to like the big show. I felt like that too, and it worked with Taylor. I was surprised that Taylor was was the first one to get yeah. a contract. I was like, "Girl, really?" Yeah. And Tamara's back on OC too, which I, that made perfect sense. Like to me, that's why I. To me, I thought that was the whole reason why they brought her on Ultimate Girls Trip. I was like, yeah, come on here, turn the girls out, give them that final nail in the coffin, let them know how much they need you back, and then we'll we'll just go ahead and press stand on the contract. We already got it in the draft. Don't worry about it. Yeah, they needed Tamara the minute they let her go. Yeah, because Andy didn't want her to leave in the first place, and he kind of made it obvious, and he was like, you know, this wasn't my decision. So... Uh, so now that she's back, how do you think they think that the dynamic will be in OC? So I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch any of last season's OC. It didn't seem exciting yeah. at all. Um, but I will watch now that Tamara's coming back. <laughs> um, I think that it will, I mean, if anything, it's bringing at least one more viewer back. I mean, when I tell you that I could have cared less about OC, Kelly Dodd put a weird, blech, you know, taste in my mouth on OC in general. Um, even after she left, I was just like, I don't know. And then part of me just kind of figured that everybody over there voted for Trump. And so I just had a hard time with the whole thing. Yeah, that was definitely a nail in the coffin for me. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm gonna try it again when she comes back, but we'll see. Is Heather Dubrow gonna still be on there? Cause she, they just sold her house for like a while. $52 million. Yeah. yeah, but they're moving to LA now. Mm. Are they moving or or are they just buying property? Um, I think they're moving. I think they bought a condo, like a big old, you know, a penthouse condo, whatever, like the millionaire's version is. Um, in LA, I think they're like they're out of OC. Wow. So, hmm. So, so, so does that mean she's jumping franchises too? Like, what's the thing? Heather would be better suited for Beverly Hills, in my opinion. I agree. I thought that from the beginning. I was like, why she got her rich ass over here with these upper middle class ass women? <laughs> yeah. So I, I would I would I would not hate that. I would not hate Heather to jump to Beverly Hills and see what that's like. Um, but I am excited for Tamara to have, as we call it, Center Peach back on OC. Fair enough. To you guys. What is the difference between a controversial housewife and a problematic housewife? Oh, it all depends on your beliefs and morals, to be honest. Because if it's something that I personally don't care about, that's just um, contra- uh, was it problematic and controversial? Yeah. To me, that's mm-hmm. just controversial. Like if it's something I really don't care about. But if it's racial shit, that's problematic. I care about that, but. 
I, I mean, I would say kind of the same, not so much if I don't care about it, but controversial is just like pushing buttons and, um, you know, bone collecting and then throwing them out in the middle of um, a secret Santa party, like Drew Sedora um, or um, like shit like that. Stuff that's petty, but like constant, that's controversial to me. Um, problematic is, yeah, the, the stuff that does matter, like everything Ramona Singer does. Um, <laughs> problematic, you know. Or Kathy Hilton, who people are giving a pass to. That's true, man. People are not talking enough. White about... folks love some Kathy. Yeah. Giving that girl a big old pass. Yeah. Listen, I, I, mm, I heard some things. Somebody came on my podcast. Shout out to Thea D'Souza. She came on my podcast and a lot of things got blown out about Kathy Hilton on my podcast. I was like, yo, that shit was crazy. But, uh, this um, surprised me though. I mean, and Kyle even, there was not one time where Kyle said, my sister would never have said that. <laughs> she never said that. So she acted the same way she did when Lisa Vanderpump sold that Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy story to to the damn press. She she was like, "Do you really believe that I would sell stories to Radar Online?" Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Kyle's yes, just I afraid do. of her sister, and so she'd rather just stay quiet than tell the truth. Period. Bless her heart. I respect uh, that type of loyalty, though. Family first. <laughs> Why did she have that type of loyalty to Kim then when when Lisa Renna was first season on the damn show talking about her sister was close to death, second season on the show? What was her loyalty then? What was her loyalty when when that same Lisa Renna tried to choke her sister across the table and then threw a glass at her ass and she ran her wide body ass out the whole fucking restaurant? She's scared. <laughs> She's just all around scared. <laughs> Well, she wasn't scared when she jumped in her face season one down to that limo when she was like, you are a liar and an alcoholic. And everything that we've done for you, done. My husband taking care of you like a second wife, it's over. I was like, ooh. That was the best season finale. Oh my God. <laughs> that was all of America right there. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I don't know. I wonder if Kim was not totally sober, and so oh, she was drunk as fuck in that limo. That I would no, no, I, no. I mean, like, um, in the next season when when Rena was like lit through that glass at her when they were in Amsterdam, mm-hmm. Kyle didn't really do anything, or maybe or not then. I don't know. When, whenever Rena was talking about how Kim was close to death and like drinking again or whatever, I wonder if Kim was not totally sober, so Kyle was just like, hmm, yeah, I guess I don't know. Maybe some weird way of trying to expose her problems so she could get help like she did the first season i just thought it was weird that you were willing to jump in brandy's face you were jumping you were willing to jump into the face of a woman on crutches for saying that your sister was doing crystal meth in the bathroom all night which by the way we never got a denial of kim actually being on drugs who's who's doing meth uh it was suggested or accused that kyle's sister kim Doing Kyle has such name Kim? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't be know. That's a that's the beginning seasons of Beverly Hills. He doesn't he doesn't know that. What, what is that really doesn't matter. The point <laughs> was was that 
she never, it was never denied by any of the people involved. Not by Kim, not by Kyle. Nobody denied that she was on drugs. Y'all was so focused on, on her alcoholism, but y'all never said that she's not on drugs. Well, that usually happens like in a successful family, the the children who aren't as successful as their brothers or sisters, they usually do turn to some to some shit. So I don't know. I don't know either way, but I believe I just it. thought it was crazy how Kim was willing to jump in her face about something that was allegedly untrue. But then when your friend come on the show and say that your sister is close to death, you do nothing. Like Brandy was on crutches and y'all y'all didn't even know this bitch but you want to jump in her face but then all of a sudden this woman say your sister is close to death but she's actually struggling and you do nothing yeah it was weird it was weird Kyle was very selective when it came to her choices in like when she decided to like stick up for her sister and like exercise loyalty it was like girl they had a real dysfunctional relationship too so that makes sense when you say it like that like Sometimes they would be talking, sometimes they wouldn't. There'd be like literally 10 years where Kyle and Kathy Hilton. Dang. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, like it's crazy because like Kyle literally brought Kim on the show just to get her out of her pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? She literally brought brought Kim on the show to, to, to start making her making her own damn money so Mauricio wouldn't have to be paying her bills. And then all of a sudden, that's dysfunctional by itself. You don't even know if Kim's sober. One, Kim is not financially stable. You bring this woman on the show so that you can get her out of your purse. Okay, that's dysfunctional all by itself. Then on top of that, you 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 decide after 10 years of not speaking to your sister, that's when you want to bring her on reality television with you? Y'all ain't even healed. Hmm. Good. Y'all ain't even talking good. Like, you don't even got her real phone number for real. You got, you still got her Google number. Yeah. That's why that explosion happened in the limo at the end. Because they had all that stuff pent up. They hadn't dealt with any of it. Mm. It's a mess. God bless everybody involved. Yeah. Do y'all want to play a game with me? Sure. That's good. Y'all heard of this or that, right? Yes. Okay, so I created my own housewives slash Bravo version. And I tell people to approach it like Tyra Banks via America's Next Top Model. You have one contract in your hand and you can only call one name. And whosoever name you do not call will slide back into Twitter of obscurity. <laughs> well, that sounds like fun. Right? Let's do it. May the odds ever be in your favor. No, <laughs> there are no wrong answers. Drew or Sanya? Oh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Sanya. Same track star. Oh yeah, he does love that. Meredith or Lisa? Well, uh, Meredith. Lisa. I, I can't with Lisa, and I know that hey, that's. Hey, he didn't. He didn't say you got to defend okay, your answer. All right, all Lisa. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Meredith. Hi. <laughs> I just like looking at this. Which, Looks like Maggie Q. Which one is gonna have the last word? Well, between the um, two of them, can we admit that Meredith sounds like Leah Remini? Uh, yeah, yeah. So do all her children. They all sound the same. I've never thought about that. I agree. I've never been able to think about her Right? But I knew that I was watching Real Housewives of City. So I was like, wait a is Leah Remini on the Real Housewives? Ooh, that was like, oh, that ain't. <laughs> mm. 
But that's what I mean. Like, we don't know none of these women in New York. Yeah. Where's Leah Remini? But okay, sure. Schwartz or Sandy? <laughs> Good question. I just think Tom Schwartz is so stupid. And I think Sandoval is like a weird narcissist. So I'll go with Tom Schwartz because he's like a puppy. Which one's the friend um, who doesn't like the other person's wife? Sandoval. I like, Sandoval. I like him. Like, I like the like, like, Which like one's him. the villain? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, in that case, this one is going to be good then. Kenya or Marlo? Oh, this is easy for him. Kenya. I love Kenya's one of my top. She is my top housewife outside of Jen Shaw. That woman right there. Oh my gosh. Like when they made the phrase built like a Coke bottle, they were thinking about Kenya. Oh my God. Jeez Louise. Anytime there is the friend, like the, the, the vacation, the beach vacation, Desmond's like, Oh, we're going to watch this episode. Sure. Hold on. Press pause. Let me get my, my drink let me get ready any other time we watch an episode he's like kind of watching but if they're on vacation he's I could all see. eyes kenya 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 <laughs> i vote kenya too though i will say that we had been waiting for marlo to get her peach so we were super excited about that um but i like kenya too like all around i hope well hold on to your weaves child <laughs> <laughs> all right kyle or lvt That's tough because I like looking at Kyle too, but I respect the pimp game that Lisa Vanderpump has. So fun story that LV um, pump rules was actually the like entry, the original entryway for to Bravo for Desmond and I, because it was when we were dating, we were just hanging out and I was watching the pump, one of the pump rules reunions and he's watching it with me and he's just like casually letting like just giving his opinion about what's happening lisa vanderpump's on the screen and he goes who is this madam on the screen right now and i was like what <laughs> and i was telling lp about it and she was like okay we got to get him on a on a podcast i'm going lisa because the way she pimped out what how many people were on that cast at least 10 yeah, probably and then they had some shows no that that is a spinoff show. oh that is yeah lisa She's um like the second coming of who's my girl, skinny girl from New York. Bethany. I, I respect the business and pimp hand of them both. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go Lisa too. Um I guess uh I, on a respect level, I guess. I, I like that Kyle is like the OG of Beverly Hills. That's great. Um, but Lisa didn't need Kyle continue on with Bravo stuff. I'm not sure that Kyle mm. would have anything else after Beverly Hills on Shit. Bravo. Start our OnlyFans. What do you mean? <laughs> Never mind. Desmond on bankroll your life. <laughs> hey, I'm out. I yeah. I yeah. Uh, okay, so, 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 so. Monique or Candace? I'm team Candace. Same. That Same. was easy. Yeah. Back. Jill or Bethany? Jill is she was on um Ultimate Girls Trip at Dorinda's house also. She's she like, from Jersey? No, she she was old New York. She's got kind of red like brown brown hair. 
And who's she the one that showed up on Girls Trip out of nowhere? Who who everybody called Thursday? Baron. Um, I'm gonna vote Bethany though. Um, All right. Yeah, I don't have to look up Joe. Bethany. Sure. <laughs> Shit, I buy some of her products. I'm, come on. Word. It's like she's got my money, Bethany. Right. There. Investments. <laughs> <laughs> Gretchen or Alexis? Oh, he doesn't know these people. Uh, I liked Alexis better than Gretchen. I think Gretchen, I don't know, Gretchen just kind of bugged me. Shout out to the Jesus Jug. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Here's the one I've been waiting to get to. Phaedra or Candy? Remember Phaedra? Ultimate Girls Trip. Yeah. Uh -huh. Phaedra can read everyone on planet Earth more than anyone else on planet Earth. Um, Candy, it's just a boss. She's like Atlanta to me. We've been to a restaurant. We have been to her restaurant. We've been to OLG. I'm going Candy. I'm going to say, ooh, I'll say Phaedra just because I want her back on my team. I'm gonna tell Candy you said that. I'm gonna tell Candy you said it. I'm telling Mama Joy. <laughs> I'm telling Mama Joy. Don't worry about it. Whitney or Heather? The past couple of weeks have, have turned me off of Heather. The black eye plot is, is tired. What black eye is she fucking? Black eye. Oh. <laughs> that was season one. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. I don't know. I guess Whitney, just because Heather's bothering me right now. Whitney, too. When is Whitney going to get her quitmormon.com endorsement? <sighs> I'm waiting on that quitmormon.com commercial. I hope. I can't wait. That is crazy. I need that. I need that. I need that. Like, Teresa or Melissa? hard for him again I'm very visual and I like Melissa sure but Teresa I like her principles even when she photoshopped her nostrils out of Instagram photos <laughs> <laughs> I ain't looking at the nostrils but um fair enough fair enough Teresa I like that she stands on family first even though she can be hypocritical by not accepting <laughs> her sister-in-law but I like that she's putting that principle on TV. I'll go with Teresa, as LP says, Teresa Judice Judice. I'll go. I'll go with her. Um, Vicky or Tamara? Oh, Tamara, one thousand. He bothers the hell out of me. She always has. Mm -hmm. Yeah, anybody but Vicky. I don't like her. I just, I, ah! I, I, <laughs> that is too funny is Jennifer so she is she's just like she looks like a terrible hu human being and then she delivers on being a terrible human being but shout out to all the anti-vaxxers um, <laughs> Jennifer or Dolores Dolores <laughs> That was easy. Oh, we love that was aggressive is what that was. 
<laughs> we love Dolores. Oh my God. Um, so a real quick story about Dolores during like early spring of 2020, like prime COVID pandemic time, it was our friend's birthday. And so we had like a zoom for her just to have a couple of our friends on. And we reached out to a couple of Bravo celebrities because we we're all big Bravo fans. And Dolores agreed just, just because for like 20 minutes, she hopped on a zoom with us for my friend's birthday, hung out. We played a little game. I mean, just because, I mean, she didn't ask for it. I was so sweet. And then when Desmond uh, proposed to me, he got a couple of my, a couple like Bravo, a lot of people to like cameo in and do like a little video, but Dolores did it just because she remembered us from that Zoom. Like she's the sweetest person in America. We're big, big Dolores fans. I want Dolores to adopt me. Oh, me too. Not me. <laughs> After she got. Well, me. listen. Hey, that thing. Oh my God, he doesn't want to be her son. Is what you say. <laughs> that thing really, broke in now. I don't really want to be her son either. No, no shade, because Frank Junior. But that's a whole nother story. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Frank is gonna look at dude. Oh man. Frank Junior is straight out of the Hercules remake. Like he. <laughs> Zero to hero. Just <laughs> <laughs> God, honey. Ooh. Hey, Frankie. <laughs> Professional. Kelly or Heather? Kelly Dodd? Kelly Dodd or Heather Dubrow? Oh, then Heather. Yep. Sometimes Kelly Dodd accidentally pops up on my Twitter feed. Even though I feel like I've definitely been like, please mute this, please make it go away. Just ugh. Later. Kelly Dodd perpetually feels like a threat. Mm-hmm. Like everything about Kelly Dodd feels like a threat. Like, like, like I just feel like I'm being threatened. Anytime Kelly Dodd is mentioned around me, I'm like, yes, you're on guard right away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, not here for it. Uh, you might have started watching OC right when she left. She's awful, though. She don't matter. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Gina or Emily? I guess Gina. You you would recognize them if you saw them, but I don't know. We haven't watched OC in a while. Oh, Gina looks like uh, a plumper Olivia Benson. That was like that was like the Chloe Kardashian Olivia Benson. Yeah, that yeah. You said. If they had a baby, for sure. <laughs> so yeah, I like her. I have never, ever thought about that. Olivia Benson, Bucks, Chloe Kardashian. Oh you get Gina. No, um, get Emily. Emily, that's yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought about that, but you do have a point. That that is very <laughs> wow. Now now you talk about old Chloe or new Chloe. Keeping up with the Kardashian Chloe or Photoshop the Kardashians on Hulu Chloe. Are we talking about pre-Chloe when that body was still built like New Year New Me, trying to be better, thicker Chloe. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I'm being nice. It's a new day. It's so good. Please, <laughs> 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 Um, Cynthia or Portia? This is gonna go out the window, watch. Um, is Cynthia the one who married that uh, ESPN guy? Yeah, no, they get there. 
I'm gonna say supermodel Cynthia or princess of Scotlandia, Borgia. Yeah, I'm gonna say Cynthia. I don't think she's great TV, but but Cynthia over Portia. Isn't Portia related to Hosea Williams? Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. Portia. She also asked what the Underground Railroad was. Hey, we all fuck up. She actually thought it was a physical underground. She thought it was a physical railroad. Okay. Agree to disagree. Kyrie's a flat earther. Like, <laughs> you know. As the, as the African proverb says, I said what I said. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Brandy or Denise? Um, oh. Brandy Glanville. <laughs> That's my girl. Denise. Yes. I would say she, Den- I would say Denise too. Her husband sucked, but I think I would have liked another season. She's yeah. a housewife? She was. Fuck out of here. Lisa ran her off. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> What's she doing? <laughs> it's only one top bitch here. <laughs> That's what she was thinking. Fuck out of here. Well, shout out to Denise's OnlyFans. Yes. Um, Camille or Rena? Um, I'm gonna choose Rena over Camille. Who's Camille? Camille Grammer. She's she old, old Beverly Hills. I don't think. You know Kelsey Grammer though? That's his ex-wife. Do I know Kelsey? Frazier. Yes. The one that produced the game. He's black, isn't she? And girlfriend. Oh. No. I just felt like you fuck with niggas. <laughs> I don't know why. You know, we would have thought that because you know, girlfriend, because of the game. Yeah. Like, Graham Nett, like, like we would have thought that he would have had some biracial Megan Markin little bitch right here. I would have thought he would have been fucking Robin Gibbons. Makes sense. I'm going Kelsey Grammer's ex-wife. Just cussed. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Crystal Cunningham or Teddy Mellencamp? You know who Teddy is? Mm, just because of the climate, I'm going to Asian. <laughs> I ain't going against that. I I like uh That's one of the wrong Asians to bet on, but go off. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Teddy. I will say I don't hate Teddy the way that like the rest of America hates Teddy. Um mm-hmm. I don't like love her, but I don't have like this like wild anti kind of emotion towards her that others do. So I guess I'll go Teddy. Although I liked Crystal, I had high hopes. She's a melon camp. Mmm, changing my answer. <laughs> yeah, going, going with Teddy. Fair enough, because Crystal is the wrong Asian to bet on. Her husband may have made the Lion King, but she is not Mulan, okay? <laughs> so, um, Sutton or Erica? Erica. Sutton. Girl, Oz. Or what? <laughs> or what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my Ain't god! No way. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I can't believe she said that. Oh, they are Sutton? both. They are both originally peaches, but yeah, son. Man, you don't cause a fight in this house this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I was just in here thinking, I was like, Lord, I hope Lord, oh Lord. We're gonna so sign off, and I thought a problem, and not speak for two days. Ah. Uh, so when I get that random DM and be like, 
So you know you done fucked up, right? <laughs> chumpy ass son. Oh. Erica chumped the shit out of her. Or oh, what? Man. That's when you're supposed to swing on a nigga. Are you kidding me? Somebody say, or what? Good. That's when a fight starts. And you just, nothing. Fuck out of here, girl. Sutton should have gave her that pumpkin. Like, no shade. I don't condone spitting on people or violence. But if somebody would have tried me like that, I would have had to headbutt they ass like motherfucking Chad Ochocinco or spit on they ass like damn pumpkin. I'd have been like, bitch, you not about to. Not on Erica Badu's good internet. <laughs> mm. Try me like that, no, ma'am, no, ma'am. Yo, if she would have did something, she I had to fight you. She would have been one of my favorites if that would have happened. <laughs> Think of, oh, I would have been in love with Erica and Sutton if Sutton just would have at least threw water on her, slapped her, or something. But you Sutton, can't get chumped out Sutton like that. Would never. She should have at least said something and just been like, or what? Don't worry about it. Least laugh up with something. Don't worry about it. You'll find out on Monday. Right. <laughs> Bitch, I would have been like, girl, I just don't. Okay. You'll see. Like, she should have punked her like damn Jocelyn did, Carly Red. <laughs> 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 Which one's Kylie Jenner? 818. 818, baby. My friend my friend Kendall Jenner's tequila. <laughs> my I, friend Kendall Jenner's tequila. I would actually love to try Vita tequila. I have not tried it. Um, but I'm, I'm going to vote for it just because it's on my tequila. Oh, that's Lisa Barlow's, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm still going, Kylie. Kendall. Same thing. <laughs> Free tour. Oh, I'm playing. God. I'm playing. Please oh, cut, cut that. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Cut that. Cut that. We gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> Wait a minute. Sometimes I just like to store up water. Oh my god. Okay. Well, I guess I'll strike my next question about being mature on 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 social media. Never. Um so let's um let's just skip down here. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, you don't think we have a responsibility to be responsible on social media. Okay, 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 okay. Here, here, here. Here we go. Nice, 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 nice. Do you have children? Not yet. Not yet. We're cooking one right now. Congratulations, guys, you pregnant? <laughs> yeah, thank you. Congratulations! You, 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 you did it, Joe! <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, on the way. Yep, on the way. She's doing May. Okay, T. I love that. Perfect. Perfect for this line of questioning. Would you let her work for Lisa Vanderpump? Mm, as Lisa's assistant? Um, I don't think I want her to work at, at Pump or Sir. 
I would say yes in any capacity. Yeah. Yeah, because with us being able to spot out the game and the fraud within things, I think it would be good for her to get that experience and learn from another boss ass woman in Lisa Vanderpump. And then, you know, when she comes home and divulges what happened during the day, we just be like, no, that's bullshit. Don't follow that. You know, follow this. So, yeah, I think anytime you have an opportunity to get around someone of that magnitude, you can learn something from them. So, absolutely. Fair enough. Okay. So, say your daughter been working around Lisa for you. We'll just give her the assistant job because I love that you came with a specific a specific job description for her. Like, no, she can't work in the restaurant. She can't be right here slinging shots with it. Jax is with it. You basic that. bitches. She said, you basic hoes can't be around my child. She got to be her assistant. She got to be the right-hand girl. We, we, we saw what happened to Faith Style. Was. We ain't doing that. So she's been Lisa's assistant for a year, right? She's killing it. Lisa loves her. She's best friends with Pandora's and all of the girls. Loves it can trust trust her with the dog everything so lisa comes to her and she's like listen she calls you up and she's like hey lisa called me up and she said she wanted me to test for next season of vanderpump rules how do you feel about that what do you think it's funny cuz watching and talking about all this from the outside is fun. Um, I would be really nervous about putting our kid or having her put herself rather in that kind of situation because we can see from some people on Bravo or just in TV in general, how that ends up working out for them financially and in business and in whatever. but then we, but then we also know like all the people we encounter on Twitter and Instagram, and how like awful people can be. So I think I think ultimately I would let her decide. I I would be nervous, but I I would I think I would be fine if she did. I would just be nervous about it. Mm, I'd advise her against it. Yeah. Well, first I would ask her what her ultimate goals were because if it was for money, I would tell her to just chill. You're already the assistant to Lisa Vanderpump. Keep soaking up all that knowledge. But if she says, you know, I just want to be a Bravo celeb, I want to be famous, I guess, I would explain to her what comes with that. And I'd advise her it'd be putting family business out there, which I wholeheartedly disagree with. So, I advise her against it. Mm, that's a good question. Because <laughs> in theory, we're like, oh, that's the dream, right? Like, we talk about Bravo, we whatever. But then thinking about actually having somebody, your family member, your kid on the show, that feels like that changes things almost. I, you know, the reason I put that question in my questions for interviews is because I got asked that question once. And my response was, listen, as somebody, as a Virgo raising another Virgo, as a strong Black person raising a strong Black woman, um, well, not even a strong Black woman, an independent Black woman, um, I would encourage her to make her own decision. However, I would sit her down, show her face sour season, make sure she understood exactly how that worked out for her, tell her to check the current cast, and see how many black people they also have on there 
and just make a final decision based on your context clues. Because, you know, I don't want to tell you what to do because I'll probably tell your ass, no, honey, no, girl, don't do that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You can go try, go go to Atlanta and just try to get Candy and the gang back on the air. Go around your people somewhere. Yes, we need that back. Go around yes, there with Sean Drakers and them. <laughs> Who, who's that beautiful statue? What was his name? The beautiful golden statue. Philip. Oh, Philip. Oh, the dude with the the hair. Oh, Brian? Brian. We almost had him on. Beautiful gold. He was like beat in his his confessionals. We loved him. That nigga was dripping with it. God bless him. Love him to death. Real saucy. So, let's say she decides to do it. She decides to go ahead and just jump on it. She decides to say, fuck y'all, I'm doing it anyway. Right? And she's been on Vanderpump Rules for, for, for two seasons. It works out. She's the fan favorite. Apparently, you know, there's been a cultural reset and now Bravo likes black people, right? Hmm. She's killing it over there. She calls you up and say, hey, mama, listen, I'm coming home for Thanksgiving, right? And I'm bringing my new dude with me, right? You know, I, I, I want you and daddy to meet him. Y'all let me know what y'all think. You know, we're going to, you know, show up to the same thing, same thing, right? You know, I'm going to bring him to the fish fry. You show up and your daughter walk in your house with James Kennedy. <laughs> what you going to do? Start with Desmond. I'm calling Dr. Umar. Oh, Lord Almighty. Oh we, <laughs> we ain't having that. We ain't having that. We ain't having that. Nope, 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 nope. I'm sorry. DJ James Kennedy as White Kanye shows oh. up at your house for Thanksgiving. Give me yay. Oh. Right. You said I'll take black Kanye before I take white one. Oh my god. I just I'm gonna try to be I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing with my face so I don't know if that would be a really comfortable Thanksgiving dinner. But we would have like a full conversation especially if and I'm sure I would. If my kid was on TV, I'd be watching the show. If I knew about what I saw from him on TV, that would be an uncomfortable and hard conversation. Because I know that I have a, I'm, I'm, I'm a, if, if it's between me and Desmond, I'm the more like passive, I guess. Um, but I think that he would right away be like, no, I don't think, just, just no. Remember how, um, who's our girl who's married to the, that white prince? Yeah, who came to the States. What's her, what's her name? Meghan Markle. Yes. Oh. How'd her daddy do her? Oh. That's how I'm doing my daughter. Don't you do no shit like that. You sell her out to the press? Anything. Wow. <laughs> Don't. You ain't come to hell. That man, James Kennedy. No. That man. <laughs> I can't even think about one guy on Pump Rules who I'd be like, I wouldn't mind if she came home with this guy. Come home oh. with Amra shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be uh, confusing, but I will take Amrit. <laughs> if it would be me, I'm busting through the dough like Martin Lawrence and Bad Boys too. Who the fuck are you? You <laughs> <laughs> own my daughter. Why Kanye? We don't even want the black one. Oh my God! Now I have all these new fears. 
fucking up y'all family today. I am so right. I'm causing fights in y'all. I'm causing fights in y'all house. I'm causing unnecessary parental paranoia. My bad. Started off as a beautiful Saturday. <laughs> this started off so well. This started off as, as, as such a great interview. Well, that's so funny. Until. That's a good, that's a good question. Now, if you got the opportunity to create your own show, right? Are you creating a show based on your family dynamic, or would you guys do a show based on your friend group? Friend group for sure. I don't want. <laughs> Sounds bad because I don't know how it could be possible, but I don't want any cameras in my house. I don't. They don't need to know what goes on behind closed doors. So yeah, stick to my friend's house. I'll pull up as a friend of. But no, nah, ain't filming in here. I think it opens up a lot of um, just unwanted eyes if it's just on your family. Like yeah. if it's your friend group. Like, yeah, that could cause some problems and issues too. But if that doesn't, that's not going to always directly affect your home. Like, so if I had to choose, I would do friend group over like us and our kid and our mom. You, you see the way uh, the, the internets or the people have made Teresa's daughter turn against her own uncle. Yeah. I ain't fucking up my family like that. Mm-mm. Sure. <laughs> I don't know if I'm completely with. I don't know if I'm completely with the whole theory of the media turning Gia against her uncle. I don't know if I believe that. Oh, because you got to realize Gia, Gia has been in the middle of this shit ever since she was waking up in the morning, thinking of so many things. Like, girl, Gia been in the middle of the shit. You, 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 you know what I mean? So, like, Gia been watching. Her, her daddy and her uncle show out since the christening. So I'm like, yeah, I, 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 I just, I don't, 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 I don't know how much social media could be, because you got to think about it. Before they was over there tussling like wrestling fools and spreading hairspray all across the doggone walls of the hotel. You got to think about what they doing off camera. I think the show like exacerbated their family. Absolutely, they certainly were there before. <laughs> yeah, I mean they did sneak on the show behind Teresa back, but that's neither here nor there. We're not going to talk about that because <laughs> another episode. You know, that's another episode. You know, because Andy Cohen and Carlos King have both confirmed that. But you know, we're going to leave that alone. Um, <clears throat> what is the biggest lesson you guys have learned from reality television? not get caught up in it i know that sounds bad but from what i see there's nothing good that has come out of reality television morally like outside of like obviously you can get your business going in places you couldn't take it before but when it comes down to showing drama fights that's just immoral it's not for me to be on it yeah yeah to be on it to be on reality TV. Unless it's like a game show or something. I'll do that. Mm, I think who you surround yourself is really important. Who you surround yourself with. Like I know that the Beverly Hills girls get a lot of shit for her being like the, what do they call them? The, the 
Fox Force 5 or the whatever. Or the Fox News 5, as I affectionately call it. But like most, everybody on, except for Salt Lake, because they kind of flip-flop around each other. But everybody's got their like, their little click within the click. Um, And they ride for each other no matter what. I think it's important to have those people that even if you're wrong on camera, that they're just by you all the time. Um, I think it gets real, like Salt Lake, it just gets real messy. Like they, it seems like nobody's really um, loyal to anybody on that <laughs> show. Um, and so I think that that's, that's important to like have your people on there. And I would like to say the last morally positive reality TV show that was on TV was Run's House. That nigga was killing it with the blackberry in the tub, my nigga. What? Oh, that nigga was dropping the gospel in the tub with the blackberry. <laughs> Yo, a tree that does fall in the woods with no one around <laughs> to hear it does make a sound in the woods where the tree fell and made a sound. Oh. God is love, Rev Run. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, Amazing television. Amazing television. Amazing television. They're not gonna put shit like that back on TV. They can't. I need that though. No no shade. I need him to just be on TikTok in the bathtub doing the quotes again. I just need all new quotes from from Reverend. That'll get me back on TikTok. I swear. Now, if you could say one thing to Bravo's social media department, what would it be? Uh, Bravo social media department. Or Bravo's social responsibility department, excuse me. If you could say something to the head of Bravo's social responsibility department, what would it be? Um, I would want to see who's on the department, but I probably, even without seeing it, would want to say like hire more people of color. I can only assume who's behind all of that. I mean, just look at the cast of all the shows on Bravo for Family Karma, which is just. I would say we need an actual show with the real husbands. Like a real husband's ultimate trip or just. No, like, like an actual franchise. In their, okay. You know what would be dope? Just like they have the NBA and WNBA for every season in every city, have the husband shoot their own too. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Husbands of Atlanta. Okay. Real Housewives of New Jersey, Real Husbands of New Jersey. That would be a great show. And has to be the same people, the same husbands, or whoever that person's dating at the time. Or Frank. <laughs> or Frank, who's still fucking, but they say he ain't fucking. Oh, man. I like Frank. He's allegedly bringing his girlfriend on the show, so we're going to see how many bitches he really fucking this season. Okay. He told us that he was, like, purposefully... Or she she didn't really want to be on, but he also like they were kind of purposely keeping cameras away from their relationship at the beginning at least. He still has Frank got hoes. No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank got hoes, I know but it's okay. Um What's your tagline? Oh freaking housewife tagline. Real tagline. Honest. So. And then you just spin with your page. Real. Honest. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what you got, baby? Um, I don't know. It would be something to show that I'm kind of a pansy, but I want to be involved. So, like, I don't want to fight, but I'll watch you do it. My, my spin. We were talking the other day about um, how we would be like in prison after Jen got uh, convicted. I'm just a pansy. I wouldn't be able to do it. I'm working on it. It took me so many years to come up with the perfect tagline. I don't think Bravo would ever let me use it, but I do think that it's the perfect tagline. Give it to us. You ready? I'm totally not aggressive. Just black. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is perfect. That should go for every black woman on that shit. I love it. Oh, God. Because I know that would... That would basically summarize my entire first season. I'm totally not aggressive. It's black. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I'm into it. You know, God bless the children. Anyway, my last question before I release you guys back into the wild I... is where can we find... <laughs> before I release you guys to fight about Sutton, Erica. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Where can we find you guys, all the things you want to promote? When are you going to announce that I'm the godfather to the baby? <laughs> all of those things. Give them a spiel, baby. Yeah, so for Boy Meets Bravo, we are on social on Instagram and on Twitter at Boy Meets Bravo. We also have a website, boymeetsbravo.com. So you can get like the most recent episodes there. Some of our um, like Bravo Liberty interviews are highlighted there as well. Um, and then Desmond is obviously on Boy Meets Bravo, but he also hosts another podcast called The Game on Trial. The Game on Trial. We are a hip hop podcast. You know, you can't get enough of those. There's there's not too many out there to find. But if you want an honest perspective about things, me and my brother and a co-host and a friend of mine, we all go back and forth. It's a game show style to where you win points if your argument's good or not. So you can check us out. We drop new episodes every Tuesday. Go to thegameontrial.com or anywhere you listen to podcasts and hit that subscribe button, please. I am going to subscribe to that today because I am a hip hop head. I was going to ask you who's your top five housewives, but I feel like if I keep you any longer, you're going to go into labor. (laughs) 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 So... We'll reconvene that later on. Next podcast, next time. For sure. But on that note, that has been our show, ladies. We have given you guys enough. We have had a good time. I have literally taken you through the last few weeks of Bree's pregnancy. Thank (laughs) you guys so much for being here. On that note, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for being here. Thank you for tuning in. And I want to give a special special thank you to my guests Bree and Desmond from the Boy Meets Bravo podcast and the Game on Trial which I am about to start binging this afternoon thank you guys so much for blessing the pod thank you for thank having you. us this was fun it was fun this might have been our best one yet yeah we're gonna have you on next for sure thank you so much let me know when child I'm now <laughs> <laughs> that 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 time I'll be there to actually catch the baby like Martin <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. Thank you. Of course. 
So I want to remind you guys listening, as I do every show, to be real, stay in reality, and always bring the realness. I am Sean Ellis Rogers. This has been Real Reality Realness, and I put the mess in the message. So until next time, I love you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Misbehave yourselves. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> that was cool.